Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show. It's Valerie and I'm here with Joanne. Hey, Joanne, can you believe it's almost Thanksgiving? Oh no, my gosh, I, 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 it's just, it really sneaked up on me. Yes, it did. And I know that right around the corner is Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> None of us are ready. <laughs> and uh, on that topic, that's actually the topic for today's show, <laughs> you probably would have never guessed it. It's a holiday tips for dementia. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's a really perfect time to talk about this because, you know, uh, the things that have changed all of a sudden, let's say that mom was always the one who held the big tradition. We all, did you have traditions at Christmas? Mm-hmm. I mean, you certain yes. things that yep. you did yep. and... Um, and sometimes they were huge holidays right. with more people than you can imagine mm-hmm. uh, at the dinner table. And suddenly, and now we're dealing with mom who has dementia. Right. Um, so we want to look at that holiday and Christmas, too, for that right. matter. And, and any other holiday. Any holiday. Any faith, right. Any, any faith at all. And it can be the same for any of them. Is that what we have to take a look at? is how do we approach that differently so that the person who's living with dementia does not get left out yeah. and does not feel overwhelmed because there, there's, there's so much that happens during this. And then uh, for the moment, let's just say the caregiver mm-hmm. is overwhelmed mm-hmm. <laughs> because not only are you now in charge of everything, but you're also dealing with someone who's leave, living with dementia, and that's a whole nother level for you. So one of the things that we talk a little bit about is <clears throat> think about if you're going to do, if somebody is in the early stages of dementia um, so that they don't feel left out, you know, and the caregiver's not so burned out, let's get online and do your shopping for Christmas rather than trying to drag them to the store, mm-hmm. which is overwhelming to begin with, especially during the holidays. I'm not sure where everybody else is living, but in Florida, when everyone comes here at Christmas and holidays, (laughs) all of a sudden we are overwhelmed in the mall and everywhere. Yes. So um, we try to think about calming things down. And one of them for sure is shopping. But the really cool thing about doing that is that uh, your loved one can be involved. She can pick out things online for the gift that she wants to give. Mm-hmm. And it makes it so much better for her yeah. that she's not being dragged out. And, and you avoid like ooh. the people, the lights, the uh, sounds, the yeah. crowds. I oh, mean, yeah. it's overwhelming. Oh, yes. And then in the car, the traffic, I mean, just yes. the whole experience is a little frightening. Mm-hmm. So everything we think about is going to be about helping the caregiver, but also the person who's living with dementia. So the one thing we want to remember is what are the things that they loved and they like, and that those things need to be included within that context. Because if you're going to have a happy production, let's say, and Mm -hmm. we call it a production Mm -hmm. because basically it is, Mm -hmm. um, you have to include those things that will allow them to have private time somewhere where it's a little less quiet or more quiet 
um, so that the overwhelming anxiety doesn't start building. And it definitely can in a very quick time. Um, you, most people with dementia, there is a misunderstanding that they can't communicate. And that is not really true. However, my suggestion to you would be before the holiday begins for the family or the friends who are going to come over and perhaps they're not aware of that person's uh, inabilities at that point. And so to have that conversation with them during that before the holiday, mm -hmm. before they show up mm -hmm. so that they understand how to greet them, how to uh, not be, you know, particular if if that person can do a general description but can't don't ask them for details right because they can't give those um the basic things that you want to do with that person especially if they're repeating themselves don't turn around and say You're you just that. told me yeah. that you know yeah. so even though most of us already know that new people who are coming into this mm -hmm. really aren't aware of how just a little conversation like that can really hurt their feelings and make them right. feel bad. Right. Um, and then they're not going to want to participate. Right. So the goal is to make them successful in whatever environment they happen to be in. And in this case, wow, uh, just saying something off the cuff and not understanding the person cannot communicate that to you. Right. Um, <clears throat> two sentences that I love that Tipa always yes. uses. What are they? Oh, I'm going to say it wrong. I think <laughs> Uh, tell me more about that. Yes. Tell me what you show me, show what, me you, what you do with it. Yeah. Show All me right. what you do with it and tell me more about it. Allows them to describe around whatever it is they're trying to say mm -hmm. without being embarrassed. Right. And then if they use the wrong word, just go with that word. Yeah, and don't correct. Yeah. Them. Please don't correct yeah. them because these are these are discussions that you might want to have with little children or someone who is completely unfamiliar. So that when you guys get together and you have this great conversation, they're not left out. Right. That is so hard for them. I, I, you know, to me, that's one of the things that I think hurts more than anything is that they're just sitting there. No one's speaking to them. Oh, yeah. Yes, that would be sad. Yeah. So I think a lot of times, too, if you if you have all these holiday traditions, you're going to have to start trimming those down a little bit with less expectation. Just start thinking about that because sometimes when everybody's working fully and can do everything, it's a great time. Right. But when you are yourself, maybe you're cooking, maybe you're doing all of the side, maybe you're doing everything plus caring for this person. Right. Don't let your expectations of this holiday become so big that you can't meet it. I like that. Yeah. And because, you know, that is going to be so hard for you. And we worry about caregivers as much right. as we do the person who's living with dementia. So we want to say to you, uh, be thoughtful about what would be the best thing for you to do. If you're going to have right. a, a lot of people coming over, number one, make sure that a lot of those people are bringing their dishes and bringing food that you will mm -hmm. not have to prepare. Right. Um, because that allows you a little more breathing time with that being a caregiver. And those traditions might be when you have friends come over, have them bring an old album of pictures. Oh, nice. Uh, so that um, one of the things you can definitely do while you're setting up maybe the dining room table or whatever, and you can play Christmas music, have them go through 
you know, one of those albums, sit down and talk about some of the traditions nice. and somehow or other that keeps their level calm. And Christmas music, generally, if you keep it sort of happy, sometimes those sad ones, yeah. ah, oh, no. sometimes, <laughs> ah, uh, but, you know, a lot of times at Christmas, and this is true of many people, they would go out to see the Nutcracker. Right. You know, right. Um, this is not a good idea at this point. So it would be a really good idea to have the DVD and put it on TV. Everybody sit around and watch it on TV so that you have everybody's involved, but you're not dragging them off to go to a big production that they mm -hmm. certainly aren't mm -hmm. going to be able to handle. And I think that part of it is really good. So it's. So think about um, your holiday being a part of conversation and a part of family and not so much about going skating or <laughs> yes, depending on where you live, we can't do that here, no. but, <laughs> but the big things that used to be your traditions may have to change. They just yeah. may have to be, you know, sort of slim down a little yeah, bit. Adapt a little bit. Yeah, you have to, you have to. Um, the other thing is that I, I think that when you talk about conversations, make sure you go through those real simple steps to allow them talk a little slower, give them a chance to breathe between questions mm -hmm. because they can't respond really quickly. So you want to slow down a little bit and give them a chance to think about it before they speak. And because some people talk really, really fast. Yes. <laughs> and when you do that, it's hard for them and they can't really, you know, I don't know. I don't think it works very well for them. Mm -hmm. um, but also uh, as a physical thing, I just want to mention to people that sometimes if you see somebody looking as though they're agitated or they feel like they need to get up or if they do get up and leave, uh, be aware that they need to perhaps go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they're thirsty or maybe the crowd is too much for them. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. So let the physical uh, presence of them moving or getting up and leaving be a cue to you that you're not meeting their needs. Yeah. And I bet, you know, the introvert, extrovert Ooh, plays yes. a big role. So, you know, yeah. me as an introvert, right. I would enjoy it, but it would get overwhelmed. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so when we go back to the beginning of what we were saying, yep. always have a person there that can sort of be their point person, mm. sit down with them, talk to them, uh, go through the album with them or whatever kind of thing you want to do, or just listen to some music and maybe sing, do some songs, caroling, and that makes them feel like, you know, that they're really part of it. And if it happens to be around Christmas time, mm. they can always help by handing you the different ornaments and you can start putting some things on the tree, but let them be a part of it. Right. Because they tend to get isolated and people think that, you know, you, you can't do anything with them anyway. And that's just not true at all. Um, but keep an eye on them because that's really going to be critical. Um, the other big thing to me, I, you know, we had a conversation, a podcast not too long ago about sundowning. Now, there are traditions where people sometimes have their meals in the evening. Mm. It's a big, a big, you know, dinner. Um, if you if you're living with someone who has dementia, be thinking lunch or brunch, because in the evening you may be having them far more difficult to handle. They get sundowning, they get tired, they get anxious. Um, so an earlier meal during the day is going to be far better and more successful mm -hmm. than trying to do it in the evening. And a lot of people don't think about that, but it can really change their mood and their ability to function. 
So earlier in the day is really actually better for them. And so if you think about that, um, to me, that helps them work out much yeah. better. Yeah. So um, also, um, I think you're going to have a few problems with keeping an area that's kind of quiet. So think about this. I don't know how big everyone's homes are, mm -hmm. but you have the main gathering, as you always know. Right. It's some Sometimes it's the kitchen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where everybody wants to snack while everybody's talking. Uh, the other uh, the other thing is either the living room is too big, but if you have a small area, maybe a, a bedroom, a den or a smaller area where you have the Christmas music and the lights nice. and that person you can tell is is overwhelmed. That's the person. That's the time you want to go ahead and let them go yeah. to the other area. Go relax a little bit. Take a little deep breath. Even the person who's cooking. Might right. wanna, <laughs> maybe that person wants to go and right. relax a little bit. But, but just keep in mind that what we're trying to do for everybody is to get them to feel like this is a wonderful holiday, whatever a Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter what the holiday is, but when you get together and you give thanks to each other for being a part of a family, it has to be a good a good conversation for everyone and it has to be a good time for everybody. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, you have to be thinking about what is it going to work for this person may not work for that person. So be thinking ahead, be thinking who your friends are that are coming over. Are they aware of this person's uh, challenges and can they, you know, work with that? And if not, you want, might want to slow down a little bit how many people you invite over. Maybe this time all of a sudden it's going to be, you know, a dinner for five and not mm -hmm. 25. Mm -hmm. um, but you you will learn that. But the most important thing is to make sure that your loved one with dementia is involved right. and happy. Um, and then, again, make sure there's knowledge of other people around so that they know how to interact with that person. You know, uh, you and I have gone through this with Tifa for so many years, Tifa Snow, and that is how you introduce yourself and the way you speak to someone um, because we know they won't remember your name. Mm -hmm. So it's always a nice thing to say, hi, I'm Joanne, and you are? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah, so that, uh, that approach really makes a difference mm -hmm. because then that person feels like you really care about them and you let them know who you are. And so just, just basically keep your distance. Don't get too close to their nope. face. <laughs> and again, that does bring into introvert extrovert. Um, here's the challenge. If the person that is living with dementia is a major introvert and you've got an extrovert who loves to hug, oh. <laughs> be, yeah, right. You might want to uh, warn the hugger right. uh, to, to kind of back off just Take a little easy. bit. Take it easy. Hand out your hand and welcome. How you doing? It's very nice to see you rather than, hey, yeah. how are you? <laughs> so keeping the introvert extrovert in mind is yeah. very helpful too, mm -hmm. because getting into somebody's space when they're not feeling comfortable where they are can be very challenging. Mm -hmm. And so those, those are the kind of things. How about you, Val? How's your holidays? Do you always feel like uh, there are some challenges? Everybody has challenges at holiday time, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, thinking back of, you know, you know, there are certain people that might, you know, like have a set routine. Yes. And it's sort of, that's yeah. the way they want to do it. And that's how it is. And then if <laughs> others might want to change it, that could, that could be a little bit of conflict. 
<clears throat> so yeah, but I like what you said about the expectations. As in, don't set the expectations oh, yeah. too high because I think that makes it more likely that you'll be disappointed. Versus if you just go with the flow. Yeah. I think you'll be that much more likely to have a positive experience. Right. It. It's because somehow I think it sets you up better to appreciate things. Absolutely. You know? And if you're going to be so exhausted that you can't appreciate or enjoy that meal, well, hello. Yeah. That was kind of cruel for the person that spent, spent the whole day in the kitchen. The yeah. <laughs> so again, I think um, being aware that one of the things that uh, we always say is, Rather than uh, doing something to you, I mm -hmm. want to do something with you. Yes. So the two, so you feel involved with me. You know, actually, here's something that you can do before the holiday starts. If you want to and you want to bake cookies, this is a nice time to have that person get involved with you and help you make the cookies. Right. And maybe they can right. just stamp out the, the size or put the sprinkles on it, yeah. but it's, I'm involved. I'm part of the party. That's right. So that's why we say do with the person and not just say, you just sit over there and you watch me. No, that's no, no so that's it's like, you know, you can say, you know, I, I'd really love for your help with this. Yes. You, know, you do such a great job. You yeah. Do like you do the most beautiful cookie. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And it can be anything as simple as just putting a napkin on a plate. She can walk around. He yeah. can just help you out with simple things. Right. But to them, it means that they're responsible mm -hmm. and they appreciate your help. Because let me tell you, there's not one single person I've ever, well, actually there was one okay. <laughs> <laughs> that you <Almost>. say, <laughs> that was close. Uh, you know, uh, could you please help me? Right. I really need some help folding these napkins or, you know, we're going to have a party tonight. Can you help me? There's just so much to do and right. you're the best yes. and things like that. And I did have one lady one time, I have to say, and this was very <laughs> funny, but I, I did understand she said, I have people that do that for me. All right. And I thought, wow, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to get you. Uh, I, I understand. Oh. I, I totally understand. Yeah. Uh, and that really was true. She was right. a very, very wealthy woman. And she right. had maids and, and, you know, different That's people. That's what she was used to. That's right. Yeah. So, and again, what was her expectation? Right. You so know, so she wanted to just, I might give you direction. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you how I want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but I think you have a point. I think most people like uh, have it like it's like have a need to be needed as if yes. you want to be helpful. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. And I think what you said once before, too, is like sort of let go of things being perfect. Yeah. Okay? Oh, so God. Like, let's say <laughs> there is said you take put, to put the napkins on the plate. They don't have to be perfectly aligned. Right. Just let it go. Yeah, you know, that's just right. Let it go. That's right. Just let them do the best they can. And right. I think you're just going to have that much of a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. And the person with dementia is going to feel so loved yeah. and so part of the family. Yeah. And so those are the little tiny things that you want to make sure you have, but always make sure that that person who has dementia has someone there to have an eye on them and just mm -hmm. kind of anticipate a little bit of what might happen. And if they are agitated, it's okay to get up from the table and take a small walk. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, things happen sometimes in holidays and yeah. there can be some things that happen at the table <laughs> occasionally. Still a boy. Yes, indeed. Uh, but anyway, so the, the thing that's most important is that Valerie and I wish you the best holidays yes. possible. Yes. And 
Um, we'll be thinking of everyone and hoping you hold on to traditions, but maybe create some new traditions. That's an idea. Yes. Yeah. So that this year something new comes and mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. feels like they had a great time. Oh, yeah, that's what we hope for. Thank yeah. you so much, Joanne. Oh, you're I welcome. Think it was a lot of wonderful tips and things yeah. to think about as we, you know, all get ready for the holidays. And um, uh, we do actually have a handout uh, <laughs> uh, from uh, the lady that we're partnered with, Tifa Snow, who's a dementia care educator. And I hope you guys know her, but <laughs> I strongly recommend go to YouTube. And type in Tifa Snow or also on our website. We have a lot of materials with her. Um, and our website, we can download this handout, which is the holiday tips for everyone living with dementia. Nice. Um, the website to get that is www.pineseducation.org forward slash holidays. So and I think w you're going to give them the, the link or the yes. click? Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So that, Perfect. Way, that way you get it. Pineseducation.org forward slash holidays. But that's exciting. And uh, yeah, I think that's there's a lot of good tips on there. Yeah. Really too, so. And remember, it can be any holiday. Yep. Yes. We yes. just happen yep. to be thinking Thanksgiving is right. around the corner. Yep. We're Yikes. A couple of days. Yep. <laughs> but you know what? Holiday season's just getting started. It is. Yeah. And this is the most the most wonderful time of the year, truly, mm -hmm. but only based on the fact that you keep it so that it is yes, happy yes. and that's something you can handle. Right. And then you're going to have a good time because after right. all, we want you all to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Right. Nice yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And no, I appreciate you're welcome. It. And, and thank you everybody for listening. And uh, we hope to welcome you back. Yes. And uh, if you have questions, comments, feedback, I, and you know, specific topics you want us to talk about, right. feel free to email us at any time at infopineseducation.org. Or you can also join our Facebook group, uh, yeah. which if you go to Facebook and type in Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, you can join us there. Right. All right. That's exciting. Yep. Thank you so Thank much, you so Val. Much. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.